0: This is Team Business Podcast. Team Business uncovers the everyday entrepreneurs' why, how, and the road to now. With hosts Mike Fusco and Ray Ramirez. Join us to learn how game-changing founders act on their vision and build a team for success. And now, here are your hosts,
1: Mike and Ray. Ray, good morning. Morning. How you doing, Mike? Very well, yourself? Doing great, man. I'm just excited about our launch here.
0: Yeah, this is awesome. Hey, uh, October 1st, 2020. That's right. First day of Q4. At the same time, we have just crowned the Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. We have the MLB and NBA playoffs. We have Week Four coming up of the NFL. And to add to the rating drama, we have the very first episode of the Team Business Podcast. That's right. Good stuff, huh?
1: Oh yeah. And uh, Southern California, fun to be proud of. Padres in the playoffs. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lakers winning Game One of the Finals.
0: Yeah. And I think the, the Dodgers pulled it off last night too, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Good time to be in Southern California.
0: Yeah. This is, this is good stuff. So, uh, it's been a wild year, but, uh, we're excited for our first episode of the Team Business Podcast. And, uh, we have a very special guest today, a gentleman who I've had the pleasure of working with for several years. And when you talk about entrepreneurship, I mean, this guy, this guy kind of brings it, man. Huh, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, just looking at his resume, he's, uh, Brings a lot to the table. It's, uh, he's done a lot in his uh, career, and uh, we're glad to have him.
0: Yeah, so Dylan Mathias is going to join us. He's gracious enough to join us today from the wine country, which is unfortunately, as we're getting a little too used to here over the last few years, going through some pretty bad fire, uh, another bad fire season. So I'm, I'm thankful for him taking the time uh, during what's been another difficult few months for them. To Join us and speak about his passions, his motivation, and, and what drives him to be such a successful entrepreneur. Uh, we'll be back to talk a little bit more about Dylan and the Team Business podcast in just a minute. Team Business. So, Ray and I are back here and uh, soon going to welcome our guest, Dylan Mathias. And Dylan has a number of successful businesses. Uh, first, he's the owner and CFO of First Response Solar in Sebastopol, California. He's a co-founder in Region, which is a really interesting business that I've had the pleasure of working with. And one that I think uh, will bring a lot of attention. Uh, he's part of a real estate group, Vanguard Properties, the Lucero Group. And he, he went to school down, in, uh, down here, Ray, in uh, San Diego. Yeah. Uh, San Diego State University, and had uh, several positions while he was down in San Diego. Also, before he relocated back to Northern California. So, uh, Dylan, uh, something about his background that I think is is really interesting, and something that I find to be a common thread with successful business owners is he has a, a pretty uh, thorough sports background. You know, he's I'm not sure if he went to to play college football. We'll have to ask him about that. But how do you think those two kind of go hand in hand? How do you think, Ray? How do you think sports and, and business kind of attribute to each other
1: yeah no i think uh sports uh is a great teaching tool uh especially for uh, youngsters uh basically teaches camaraderie teamwork um discipline focus and consistency and those are all traits that anyone needs in order to succeed in business
0: yeah and you know uh, i think being part of a team yeah you know uh, especially in a sport like football oh for sure Where everybody, you know, everyone has to kind of be doing their job at the at the same at the right time at the same time.
1: Yeah, the only way you have success is everyone's doing their job correctly and simultaneously.
0: Yeah, and same goes for a a business, a company. When you're building a team, and you can't do it all yourself, right?
1: True, and but also just like in football, when you have a quarterback, that quarterback basically makes sure that uh, everyone on the team is doing what they're supposed to do, and that's what uh, a good owner needs to do as well.
0: Yeah. So well. We'll be introducing Dylan here. I'm gonna we're gonna bring him on shortly and speak to him about his background in sports. Speak to him about the various businesses he has uh, right now and kind of what drives him, what motivates him, and how how does he manage? That's the thing that you know when when I speak to him and just other entrepreneurs in yeah. general, you know, how do you manage so much going on at one time?
1: Yeah, I mean, what's the method of his madness? I mean, everyone has a different way of uh, accomplishing that, and it's uh, part of the part of the interesting part of that is. Learn how they do it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Hey, you think the Padres are going to bounce back in Game Two or what?
1: I hope so. But you know, last time we're in the playoffs, lo and behold, we faced the Cardinals as well.
0: <laughs> didn't go too well.
1: Yeah, it didn't go too well last time. So I think
0: that might have been '06. I think St. Louis actually won the World Series that year.
1: Yeah, they did. So. Yeah, they
0: had a good squad. But unfortunately, we have some injuries, especially with the pitching stuff. But did you see the Yanks closed out Cleveland last night? They
1: did not catch that. I was too busy with uh, watching the Game One of the Finals last night. So. Mm. Yeah.
0: LeBron and company, huh?
1: Well, yeah.
0: But the Yanks got to move on to play kind of their kryptonite this season, the Tampa Bay Rays, who are an AL East division rival, but the Yanks can't seem to beat them this year. I think I think Tampa's got a better team. And I think the Giants are going to have a better team than the Dallas Cowboys, but uh, oh. we'll have to see how that turns out.
1: I about that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Go luck with Jason Garrett. Ray and I are
0: <laughs> NFC East rivals, by the way. But anyway, we'll be back, and thank you guys for joining. It's exciting. business okay everyone we're back uh, ray and i are grateful to be joined by dylan mathias how you doing dylan
2: good how are you guys doing excellent Great. thanks
0: for taking the time man we really appreciate it yeah
1: thank you yeah
2: no
0: worries so ray and i were saying this is actually our first episode yeah of team oh, business awesome. podcast yeah
2: i gotta be number one you you're, are. Numero, you're numero uno man <laughs> love it <laughs> yeah it's good
0: stuff so uh you know, I've had the pleasure of working with you for a couple of years, but I want our audience to kind of understand uh, what you're involved in, and I know you have a lot of things going on, so if you could just you know, quickly tell us about your background, where you're from, you know, where you went to school, your first job, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, so um, I am originally from actually Orange County. Um, very early in my life, um, life, moved up to Northern California, spent most of my life here, um, then went back down uh, to San Diego. Uh, and then after school, working there for about um, four to five years, headed back up to Northern California uh, to start a company with my brother. Um, so I, when I, w- I went down to school there, I went to SDSU, um, great school, and during that time um, also worked for, um, well, I guess two companies, uh, Flores Financial, um, as well as Qualcomm, um, while going to school there. Um, then worked for Qualcomm for a little bit afterwards kind of realized that the corporate life, um, wasn't for me, wanted to, you know, make my own destiny. And so, mm. um, started a company with my brother and moved back up to Northern California to start that.
0: Awesome, man. One thing I did notice that I want to kind of throw in here before we get to the next question. Did you play sports at SDSU?
2: I didn't. Um, I, oh, I played all through high school. Um, I was going to play in college, um, but I decided not to, cause I've got, um, a couple of concussions and my mom, um, <laughs> Yeah. really persuaded me not to play at the next level so right yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah football i know you played football and lacrosse right
2: uh football and baseball oh, yeah. baseball okay nice i wish i played lac- lacrosse lacrosse <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. a cool sport it
1: is perfect well um yeah man just uh in regards to sticking with the background and uh your story i mean uh, i guess where you're at now uh at what point did you discover that you love the current industry you're in now
2: I mean, so my dad, um, he has a solar installation company as well. Okay. Um, so I kind of grew up around it. Um, he is very influential up in Northern California, um, working with the government agencies uh, now and is looking towards retirement. Um, so I've kind of grown up around it. Um, yeah. I've always had an interest in it. Um, did not expect to be in the field. I was more leaning towards um corporate finance or being a financial advisor or wealth management um but kind of how my career path took me is and I love what I'm doing now it's um about half as half as much stress stress as I used to be and um doing a lot better (laughs) so um it's it's kind of um I I I get kind of that aspect of the financial side of it in what I'm doing because I'm doing the sales sales design and, and um helping out when needed um, in the field, but uh, mostly just the sales and design. So I gotta do the financial side of it um, to help people see their financial goals with the solar investment.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I can just tell by uh, how you're mentioning that, that, uh, that I guess that's the financial side, that's your passion, that's what I guess motivates you, huh?
2: Correct, yeah from From a small, from a young age, um, kind of started with my dad, but I've always had finan- financial goals, financial. A lot of things is is very goal oriented and financial um, mindset.
0: So you you talk a lot about you know the solar business. Mm-hmm. I know you're involved in other businesses. Yeah, you know I know you have a you have a real estate group with your brother. Uh, you also have your part. You're an owner. You're an owner in region, which I think. I mean, I thought I think that's awesome. An awesome idea that you guys you know, came up with when you launched region. So how do you manage all these different tasks and all the different businesses you're involved in on a day-to-day basis?
2: Yeah. So, um, I mean, with region, um, I helped them launch the company. I have, um, some owner stakes, um, owner stake or shares of the company, um, but after I launched it, the whole kind of premise behind it is I was going to be hands-off. So that's kind of a passive investment for me. Um, I've just helped them get off the ground and running, doing great from what I've heard. I love Good. going there. It's a, it's a great business model and, uh, that's kind of my responsibility in that. Uh, and then with this, the real estate side, I have taken a step back in that because, uh, recently this year, which, um, we're going to go into, I think later in a question, um, we kind of made some changes um, with our solar company where I have to be a little bit more um, involved okay. so, um, that I am a little bit um, that's kind of on the, I still, everything's active. I just don't um, do it as much
0: anymore. Got it. So with, I know you're building a team at first mm-hmm. response solar and you know, how do you go about building the team and what kind of culture do you have at the company that attracts people to work for you and continue to stay with you as you grow?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, we are, we have a small team. We, we run, run one crew. Um, we just, just looking at the numbers, um, we would have to grow to about three crews to be as profitable as we are with one crew. So um, keep everything simple. We have one crew, we have about five employees. So we hire purely off of characteristics. It, if you're a good person, you're willing to work hard, we take the time, we'll train you. But that's how we, it's all about characteristics because it's hard. I mean, you can train everything else and you can't really train who someone is and how they're going to uh, be at a company.
0: Yeah. Work ethic. Yeah.
1: That's all, that's huge.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking of 2020, crazy year in itself. I mean, looking yeah. looking back at this year, I mean, what would you say you're most grateful for?
2: You know, uh, um, what I'm actually most grateful for is, uh, well, one, my health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, two, I uh, would... Our solar business, we kind of um, we were doing, we started this whole company with the mindset of we were going to do maintenance work um, for existing solar systems. Mm -hmm. Um, We were were making, um, and the whole premise is we didn't want to hold the 10-year warranty for new installations. We were doing a bunch of installs for other installation companies, and when COVID hit, um, those stopped this year because they pulled back, everyone pulled back their reins. So we decided um, at our company, hey, we're going to installs and we're gonna move forward with this. So we kind of pivot our whole company as from from a maintenance company to an installation company and um, now we're booked out four and a half months. Um, so it's I guess the the greatest the scare the greatest scare is also the greatest opportunity our company
1: sure? this year. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. You're able to pivot um, so quickly and reinvent your company or at least transition to a point where it make you successful. I mean I, I guess with yeah. uh, with that said, I mean where do you see the company about three years
2: you know we if we probably will not grow um i'm probably going to keep it with one crew just because um if it does happen to grow um we will grow um organically but i'm not going to push it um just because as we talked about before we're just as profitable um yep. and right now i have a good uh, balance between um a work-life balance yeah <laughs> um sure so i've I've because I have my head in so many different things um, the past like seven years I've had no really um, life
1: (laughs) so I've been mostly
2: mostly work Uh, so I'm kind of getting to that a little bit more of a balance um, make plenty enough and uh, we I mean it's I I see us as being able in a couple years um, more selective of jobs and passing off the other jobs to other solar companies that um, are not. In the wheelhouse of what we'd want to
0: do, so bigger isn't always better. That's for Correct. sure. Correct. Yeah, So yeah. about the, that's pro- the
2: Thing is, go ahead.
0: I, I think I think a lot of business owners they focus too much on the size of their business, mm-hmm. you know, rather than the bottom line. And you said it, I think, a couple of times already in this meeting. You know, it's all about the the margins, right? The profit margins. Yeah. You can't you can't get to the same profitability or scale the business to the same profitability by just adding people, right? Or just taking on more jobs, so that's 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 brilliant, man. I'm glad. It's uh, something our viewers, I, I really think, should should listen to closely because people think it. Big, people just automatically assume bigger is better, and that's not always the case. What would you say the biggest misconception is about the solar business? Um, I would say that
2: most people I talk to think that if you have solar, you're going to have power when the grid's down. Now, um, with all the power outages throughout California, um, it's a huge misconception that. You do not have power when the grid is, when the utility shuts off the power, um, your solar system, you need a battery um, right. for that,
0: hmm.
2: to actually have power during those um, outages. So um, there are many people you, I talk to them every single day, oh, I'm not gonna have power when the grid's down. No, you have to also include a battery with the solar um, to create that microgrid.
0: So are you finding more people or have interest in the batteries, the backup power, the wall batteries, whatever the, you guys call them?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's um, there's a ton of people that it, it's a lifestyle choice because there's you can see your direct return on investment with smaller. Um You can see your payback period, your return on investment, the IRR. Um, but with a battery, it's more of a lifestyle choice where you don't get the return on investment, but you get the luxury of having power when the grid's down. So a lot of our clientele are older, um, elderly people who – um they have the funds. They they just what they want is they don't want their lifestyles to change when they want to be in control of their lifestyle. So when the grid's down they want to have those essential um the stuff working in their house, their coffee in the morning, their lights, yeah, yeah, their heat, um, everything like that. So they're willing to pay that extra money. Um and you're not gonna see the return on investment, but it's it's a lifestyle choice.
0: So you talk about from when I ask about the misconception you're talking about mm-hmm. kind of from the consumer standpoint, and the solar business, basically how it operates. But what do you think when people think of solar companies, mm-hmm. solar contractors specifically? Yeah, do you think there's any misconceptions in that sense as to how the how the businesses are ran? Because I, just from my point of view, what I've heard over the years, and mm-hmm. working with you guys, I think you're completely different than this. But I think a lot of people feel like solar companies are kind of here today, gone tomorrow type of thing. You know, where 100%. it's like the what's that?
2: <laughs> 100%.
0: Right? Am I right? I'm I'm yeah. not, you know, I've seen that kind of come and go uh, where it's and I notice that in industries where there's a trend. Yeah. You know, when there's yeah. a trendy industry, I feel like people get involved in it that maybe shouldn't be involved in it, that mm-hmm. don't really understand the business or how to run a business. So yeah, what
2: I mean the there's so many um i would say since we started um, working for my dad's company back in 2009 i would say in our area there's um, in northern california there's about 60 percent of the solar companies are now out of business that um over the year have come up and they're gone now
1: yeah um why is this yeah what do you attribute that to
2: there's a lot of companies who um there's a couple different things one of it is there's a lot of companies that came in um, and they would do lease systems or um, they would take the federal tax credit, lease a system, um, and then go to business and resurface as a different company. Um, there's also um, a lot of companies that are in like um, heating and air, they're like, oh, let's jump into solar now, or electricians that decide to jump into solar, they don't know the product, they're installing inferior products, um, and they can't... Um, the, that ten-year warranty that you provide, they can't. Um, when they're installing that inferior product, they're going to go bad, and they can't keep up with replacing those, them. With the warranty. Those, yeah, those maintenance calls afterwards. Um, so yeah. So they go out of business. And I, I talk to customers every single day, and I get probably five to ten calls a week from people that um, use wow. the company. They installed a product, and I wish I could help them, but some of the products, um, I, I won't even touch because yeah, um, there's. You, you need to be, I think, to be successful, you need to know your product inside and out and install, you don't, like, there's a lot of companies that'll install 15 different products, and then you gotta, you have to have your employees know 15, how to go replace 15 different um, products, what happens if you, you know, mess up on that product you're replacing. So, at our company, we keep it very simple. We install about two to three products, and that's all we'll install. If someone doesn't want that product... Smart. Um, We'll, we'll refer them to a different company, and um we—that's—we know our products. They're very w- well-made products. They're all American-made, and um we're willing to give that ten-year warranty, knowing that those products are not going to go bad um, in that ten years.
1: Well, speaking of that, I mean, uh, since we're talking about the products, I mean, is there any particular products you want to highlight that your projects you want to discuss with us today?
2: Yeah, um we've we've done a couple um, really cool ones lately. We did a. Um, Actually, the biggest project um, that we've done this year—it's 102 panel installation. Um, we are—we only do residential. Um, uh, we did this one winery, uh, but we mostly do smaller, 20-30 um, panel systems. Right. But we did—we just finished 102 panel. Wow! Um, installation is that
0: rooftop, or is that ground mount, or both?
2: It was a—it was a rooftop. It was on a big barn. Uh, they're they tasting room. Um, bar where they make all the wine so um that was a fun one um we were out there for about a week um, doing that installation and it was um it turned out well he's producing a ton of power so
0: now did you guys have challenges you know either setting up that project earning that project or or doing the project based on the size of your team
2: um no um it was it's more um the the front side of it um Working with pg e because the guy had five meters on his property, so we, we did something called load aggregation, so um, we pushed the power through one meter, and then they um, take the power at the end of the month and divvy up all the extra power from that one meter to the other five meters, so getting those calculations and working with pg to put that through, um, that was the most difficult part of the pro- process, and then once that was up and running, um, we worked we pretty efficiently with our crew um, to get it up. So.
1: Awesome. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just wanted to uh, kind of pivot a little bit on the segment here uh, it's, as far as uh, a little, some more fun, uh, fun outside of the box questions. But I mean, if you weren't doing this now, I guess, what would you be doing with your career you
2: think? Uh, I would probably be, um, I would say probably a wealth management or a financial advisor. Okay. Um, I just, I, that's my real, real passion is anything with finance. Um, you know, going to school, I, uh, out of high school, I had, I set a goal for myself not to come out of college with debt. And by doing that, I, um, I worked all throughout college, um, to come out of school without debt. And then I set more goals for myself. So that's kind of how I am. Um, I love teaching people, um, that are willing to learn. Um, not many people are. They, they're very afraid of finances and don't want to know how to do it or what to do. But, um, that's kind of my real passion, um, in life is, um, teaching people the value of, you know, time value money, um, how how to set up a retirement account, and what that's going to look like in thirty years if you put four hundred dollars a month. Um, but um, I can still do that on the side uh, with my current career. So
1: that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a, I mean, that's a definitely a problem we have in society that I don't think even teach at school. Uh, yep, money management and just savings, etc. I mean, valuable yeah. skills that are forgotten.
0: Yeah, not even just for the general public, but for business owners and like. Yeah. It's amazing how many business owners I speak to that just can't manage their finances properly or really understand, you know, how to build wealth, not just money. It's two different things, right? As I'm sure Dylan would, would agree. Dylan, what would you say well. yeah. your best friend or, uh, you know, your person you're with most likes least about you? And likes most about you. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, like, hey, I mean uh, people yeah. like all of us, but there's gotta be something that uh, people don't
1: like about us, right? Exactly. Can't like everyone. <laughs> um we're not perfect. Huh? yeah I, I, or a <laughs> I,
0: I, I would say with
2: uh my what they like least would probably be I can be very stubborn, um, mm-hmm. as well as um I work too much. Um but on the other side I think what they probably like the most is um I am, you know, career oriented career oriented motivated and um have a long term outlook on life where um you know I'm setting myself up now for um being able to be in a good place financially free in um, several years so. so
0: you're a young guy that means when you're what maybe 45 50 you'll be able to travel the world and I'm do what you for want 40. <laughs>
2: was that I'm shooting for 40, but we'll see. 40? Okay, perfect. That's even better, man. (laughs) I know.
0: Yeah,
1: That's even better. Well, I mean, uh, our segment here is sports-oriented. It's a sports theme. So uh, with that, I mean, if you watch sports, what's your favorite uh, sport to watch out there
2: lately? Uh, Football for sure. A little different this year. um, But, you know, on TV, you really don't see too much of a difference. Uh, but I would say favorite sport for sure, football, and um, i got to stick with my, my home team, 49ers. Um, I knew that so, was coming. You know, so how are you sometimes. watching the Niners, man? <laughs> where, where,
0: where's your favorite place to watch them? You know, what are you eating? What are you drinking? What's your ideal um, Sunday? Exactly.
2: Ideal Sunday um, would either be with a small group of friends or uh, just at my house um, watching, watching the game in the living room, uh, drinking a beer, and uh, sitting back with some snacks. What kind of beer? Uh, I'm more of an IPA type of guy.
0: Okay. So you're like, uh, let me think. Hmm. Racer 5, that's big up there, right?
2: Yeah, Racer 5 is good. Loganitas. Loganitas.
0: Do you know Track 7?
2: I don't.
0: No? Try it sometime. But um, (laughs) awesome, man. One last question I have for you before we wrap up. Yeah. So I spoke about this earlier, and I'm going to come back to it, because I think that sports you know and those of us that played sports growing up and had a big role in sports and i know you did in football because <clears throat> i saw some highlights on, on huddle you make it some nice tackles man yeah <laughs> but uh yeah. <laughs> how does that kind of how did you use your your role in sports and what you learned about sports and being a part of a team to develop cool. your team in business how, how does how do you correlate one to the other
2: yeah i mean Back when I played sports, you know, I wasn't—I wasn't the biggest guy out there. I wasn't the strongest guy out there. I wasn't the most athletic guy out there. But I think the one thing I did have going for me was I was probably the hardest worker um, out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was—I was our team leader. Um, I got everyone, you know, stoked for the game. I held everyone accountable for the game. Um, and I—I I lead by example. So I was gonna—I was the last one on the field, and the first one on the field. So. Or the first one on the field and the last one on the field. So I think that's really has contributed a ton to um, my everyday life. Just those same qualities of, you know, work hard, show up, um, and make, have, have accountability um, every single day um, of your life to do the things um, the right way. Um, And I think that's people, people, people don't see that as much in life, but sports has a huge impact. Um, on who you are as a person and that it, it goes a long
1: way things you don't even notice I can't. couldn't agree more fully agree on that Yeah. Yeah.
0: everything you said is exactly what I would say yeah. now do you feel like when you lead by example your team the people that work for you pick up on that and that's kind of how they live their day to day or how they work their day to day
2: yeah and I mean there's people um, the people that that don't um, obviously aren't At our company for a long period of time they realize it may not be a good fit for them or we realize it may not be a good fit um so i think it's about um you don't always you don't always pick the ripe apple the the first time so um over time you do see those people that um that are have that same mindset that same um accountability um those are people that stick around and see the value in the long term um, at at our company as well
0: right on yeah who's going to win the super bowl this year I won't hold you to it. Oh
2: boy, um, <laughs> I would say probably the Chiefs again. It's yeah, hard to say, but mm. <laughs> they're nah, man, really they're good. they're so yeah.
0: talented, you know they're they're loaded, they're loaded, yeah. Man. yeah. So to the right of me, I got a Cowboys fan, mm. uh, yeah, they're still two. <laughs> and I'm a New York Giants fan, which, yikes, yeah, I know, <laughs> not, we're not doing yeah. so well this year. <laughs> you guys, yeah. you
2: guys whooped they're up
1: on us last weekend. Dylan. <laughs>
2: A lot of a lot of close games though. They're in the Cowboys. Yeah. The Cowboys, yes.
0: Yeah. They should be 0 three. They got lucky in their game against Atlanta. Oh,
2: yeah. The well. so, onside Don't know how to pick up an onside kick. <laughs> chicken.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Dylan, we really, really appreciate it. You uh you were the perfect first guest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I appreciate it. it I look forward to um how it turns out and uh, hopefully the, a lot of more um great people I look forward to listening to a lot of um other business owners and Learning about their techniques and what's working for them.
0: Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. Stay safe sure. up in NorCal. Thank you. Best of luck with the business, of course. And as well. uh, and,
2: and thank you always, um, the fiscal Arseni. You guys are awesome. It was following up. I don't even have to worry about anything. So.
0: Thanks, man. Well, that's we appreciate that. That's what we try to do. We know that you can't do it all, even though you do a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Makes <laughs> you make my life easy. Perfect. That's the plan. Take care, Dylan. All right. Thank you, guys. Great. Thank you. I'll
0: speak to you soon, man. Ray and I are thankful that you joined us today for our very first episode of the Team Business Podcast. Thank you, Dylan Mathias, again, for your time. Remember to follow us on social media. Uh, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And we'll look forward to the next one. Have a great one. Take care, guys.